0: it like spf 75 or something or like ch- okay. chapstick that's sunscreen chapstick i don't i don't know was just okay. like, i just thought it sounded like it, a like s- stereotype like everybody lips
1: yeah, yeah I
0: don't
2: know. everybody likes moisturized lips wrapped around their cock come on
1: Oh yeah, maybe I could I could
0: drop that if it's yeah, I kind of <laughs> wanted you to say with the I like the Neapolitan chapstick thing. I kind of wanted you to say like when you said about Neapolitan chapstick to say like that's my favorite chapstick. Like uh, it's like your favorite flavor of ice cream or something. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I forgot
3: to say that. Okay, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just had one little thing that was uh, you tried to tag the NBA Serbia joke with like something about tennis, um, which I think it's hitting on the same thing. I think it's it's redundant but the other thing i think i've I, I don't even remember which world war it is but serbia was pretty involved in the beginning of one of them oh, yeah, world war on that's i think that's the one so it's honestly it was a coin flip i should have just gone for it but um uh, <laughs> but yeah if you like that would be one other tag you can do but i i there's probably like something out there that's niche that you could get a Second laugh out of.
1: Okay, like another Serbian stereotype. I
2: thought. <laughs> Serbian stereotypes, oh, what, I mean, all yeah. of those. Like Tons
4: of those. <laughs>
5: um, I also love the joke about the things that smell like things you're protecting from. I do think it's hard to get behind the smell words list. I don't think anyone knows uh, what those smell like. But okay. the babies baby kid condoms. was
1: Okay, so maybe fine. there's
5: a different lead up to that
6: one but
2: the blue the so, one I did Yeah baby flavored condoms uh, okay, gotcha. Neapolitan baby flavored condoms <laughs> 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 But in jokes together Alright clap your hands together everybody Max Morgany Oh what a beautiful time of the evening We are in a rock block of Maxes. We are on a Max rock block We are smack dab in the middle between two lovely Max's both men under 30, not sure if they're single or not. Your next comedian, my second favorite ginger in the San Francisco comedy scene. Your next comedian's going to make you laugh. Let's clap your hands together for Max Eddie! Hi,
3: hey guys. Okay. Um, uh, you guys, uh, I, I just want to start off the show. I get this all the time. People th- think I look gay. For the record, I'm bisexual. I'm not gay yet. Okay? Um... No, uh, so being bisexual, I get this nice gray area, uh, between, you know, I get to interact with both sexes, um, I just want to state my case, I love dick pics, okay? (laughs) Let me just say that now, um, like girls are always complaining to me about getting dick pics, and I'm like, they're like, oh, a guy, we were just messaging, it was so normal, and then he just sent me his dick, I was like, yeah, he likes you, (laughs) It's uh, like, do you want to do you want to find that out later, like when you can't escape? I don't know. Um, I, um, one thing that's one thing that's fun is uh, my parents actually. My dad sent my mom dig pics like before smartphones. What? Thing is, uh, it was my dick. Uh, they really love scrapbooking. Uh, they wanted to, like, me to be able to see my progression over time, and I thought that was a totally normal thing growing up, thought that was really normal. When I found out it wasn't normal, it was, it was this kid on the playground, he was talking about how his parents would, like, measure his growth over time, and he's like, yeah, they'll just, like, make little tick marks on the wall for how much I've grown in the year. I was like, how to, how do you do that, like, I don't know. And. Uh, I found out, because he was like, yeah, I found out I've grown eight inches in the last year. <laughs> Where are you hiding that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I grow four inches when I watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians, but I mean... <laughs> it's a special occasion. That's, that's not funny. I'll tag it. <laughs> something different. Um, it's fine. Um, I, that's, that's my persona, is I'm like kind of gay, and I only get bitchy at myself. Uh, It's so... I'm actually the worst. Um, (laughs) Now, it was a... It was funny, like, I actually... There is a scrapbook, though, dedicated to, like, just me growing up, and it's got two pages with pictures of me, you know? Like, um, it was really weird, though, because I realized my dad used, like, a Kodak, like, a disposable camera, and you have to go somewhere to get those developed. (laughs) So I'm like... People at Costco think my dad's a fucking creep, <laughs> which is especially weird because my dad works at Costco. <laughs> uh, yeah, my dad. So my dad's been an assistant manager at Costco my entire life. <laughs> um, and when uh, when I was growing up, I was like, hmm, I wonder, like, why aren't they, you know, letting him become a manager? Why hasn't he made it? And then when I grew up, I was like, who even let this guy become a father? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Um, it's really, you don't have to pass a test or anything, you just have to, it's super easy to be a parent. Um, actually, I love when parents are like, oh my God, it's so hard being a parent. And I'm like, no, it's, it's hard to continue to be a parent. Like the first step is great. Um, uh, I'll leave, I'll leave on this. Um, so, uh, my parents are actually, they're divorced now. Um, which is, it's kind of hard because they, they both worked, um, and they had, you know, two incomes coming in, but now that they're divorced, their incomes have to like work separately to buy my love. It's really hard for them. Um, but before they got divorced, uh, they started going to a marriage counselor, but they went to a white marriage counselor. Just so stupid. That's like going to, like, an Asian driving instructor or, like, a, a black marriage counselor. The divorce rate for the African-American population is just as high as the white population. I'm trying to dispel stereotypes here. What have you done with your comedy lately? My name's Max Eddy. Thanks so much.
2: It's not
7: Max Eddy!
2: Uh, Yay. I like that new parent stuff. The manager... Thing and the father stuff and the, I, I I liked all that and it and it'll dovetail nicely into your grandfather bicycle yeah, joke.
3: That's uh, yeah. like I'm hoping to like expand off of that with this stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's that. it's
2: funny and I mean you've you've got all the stuff to go with, with uh, yeah. But yeah. You're, you're you're you look. Have you been working out? You look like you've been working out.
3: I just am wearing fewer layers than I generally. Oh, okay. I always Ooh. look fucking great, <laughs> and it's awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed yourself very much. Yeah.
2: Other people.
4: Um, I was going to say the, I mean, the, I don't know, I don't know if it's like a, a pun or something, but like it could be because when you were saying tick marks, what you were talking about yourself was like the dick marks, <laughs> oh, okay. which I don't know. It's a shitty whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're be fun. Like, eh, I don't know. But it. you, what was the last thing you were talking about? You were, you said, uh, um, oh, what was the one, what was the last thing you said? Uh, the marriage counselor thing. Not marriage council. Uh,
3: uh, parents had to buy my love. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting. This is why that's people fine. write things down. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I actually have a. Oh, go for it. Go for it. Um, so
0: I, I love the weird dick, dick pics measuring your parents. They, they really did that? I was curious.
3: Everything we say up here is real. Yeah, it's all real and very. So funny. I
0: wanted you to kind of like do a little more with the wall, like I yeah you to like I, I felt t- that keep really. trying with yeah. the wall a little bit longer, like lunges, yeah. like something. Humping, <laughs> climb it or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did so much offstage. And then oh, with the you said something like I grow four inches when I watch Keeping Up for the Kardashians. Yeah. You want to change that? You said you're on the you're on the playground. It was like a friend on the playground. Maybe there's like a kid thing, like I grew four inches, but like something you thought was hot when <laughs> you were like 10. Yeah. That might be like a good
3: reference. My, like one reference I wanted to make, but I don't think is going to hit is my first crush in elementary school. Did you guys watch the show Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yes. You know Topanga from Boy Meets World? Yes. Oh, uh, I would have, I would have tapped that at 10. Yeah, that's what you Hell yeah. Mentioned. If it were Washington legal.
2: Topanga. Yeah, there we go. Um, Topanga.
0: <laughs> oh, and the thing, dick, dick, the idea of like getting a dick pic and like telling your friends. But like that's a good thing because like you can see it now before you can't escape i thought that was funny and then i had this reaction of like they can't escape like it was this moment of like that's horrible yeah and you're like tied up to the face i should if i'm gonna do that i have yeah.
3: to reference that guys are just terrifying like
4: i thought it was funny just on the yeah too,
0: but I, but did you mean for it to be like creepy like that or was it yeah so definitely okay. that's okay. yeah cause
4: it's <laughs>
3: that's why honestly like i I think more about going on dates with guys because I'm just like, what if they want to make my skin into a coat? Yeah, Um,
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hope that does work. Okay, cool. Good Uh,
8: stuff. One thing, you're. um, the marriage counselor joke at the end. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm like a really
9: big racist, but I got confused by the stereotypes, so I feel like yeah. I
10: feel
9: like I didn't quite get it, but I liked the tagline at the end
2: where you saved it from whatever racism it was. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what I was trying to. I was I was trying to be like, oh, I'm like, well, we're all the same, even though I said something racist before it. It's really not. Like I need to if I want to work feel on like you it. I Need
8: something more racist before it.
4: Oh. oh, that's my one comment that's about the, your set—not racist yeah, not enough. Not racist enough, Max Eddie. Ginger <laughs> well, exactly. okay. enough, but not racist enough. Not, racist enough.
8: not racist enough. You just Is, me, but I am easily, easily confused.
3: Okay, yeah. The, I think Asian are bad. Yeah, uh, I feel like I hear that stereotype on a nightly basis the, now, so absolutely. I might be biased. The one um,
4: thing yeah. I wanted to say earlier was that when you were talking about the photographer, like I feel like there could be something funny about someone like a cameraman who develops single-use Kodak cameras who's a pedophile but doesn't know it because he doesn't know he's seen your, like, the dick pics you're talking about. Like, he doesn't know, though, that's a child. <laughs> Just like But you do. Man, he's like,
3: oh, come on! Yeah, like,
4: but you're the only one that knows, like, you could walk into the store and be like, like, I know you're a pedophile. He's like, no, no, you're like, I know you are. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. That's funny. Clap your hands. More racist, please.
2: More yeah, more racist. Put your hand together, everybody, for the not racist enough, Max Eddie. But the way he likes to play is A to the bar. When he plays it's a ball. Alright. All your next comedian probably was called a racist his entire life growing up because of his last name i can imagine all the names that you were called as a child uh but he's gonna make you guys that's probably why he has a really great sense of humor put your hands together everybody for ryan hitzler thank you thank
11: you um great intro the name always is a uh conversation starter um speaking of my last name i saw my dad who was the one who gave me the name uh this weekend <laughs> and uh it was nice seeing him because i had not seen him in a while it's been a couple months and um lots been going on you know and it was great seeing him really funny guy and within like two minutes i was just so fucking irritated with him um It's kind of weird how parents can get under your skin at a moment's notice. Um, I kind of think of it as they make you as a person and they kind of program you like a computer program. And there's all this stuff that they do. They make you, they improve on the program as you are growing up in childhood and adolescence. And when things kind of pop up to annoy you, it's kind of like your firewall. Things don't really bug you too much. Um, Someone insults you or ask you kind of while you're staying at a job too long. it it doesn't, it just rolls off the, uh, your back. But with your parents, they kind of, they have a back door into the system. They wrote it into the code. So anytime, you know, I just got a, re- a new job recently and they, he, my dad asked me like, Oh, so how's the new job going? I'm like, it's great. You know, I'm getting paid a little more. I told him how much I was getting paid and he was like, Oh, like, that's it. Like you gotta be making two grand more a, a, a month at least. And, uh, I was like, "Thanks, Dad. Appreciate that." Um, just really gets under your skin. And my dad and I are very similar in some ways, very diffident in other ways. Like he's a he's a Trump supporter, but he doesn't really doesn't do it for the the politics. I think he just likes to piss people off. Like he's got a Trump sticker on his uh, a bumper sticker on his car, and it makes no sense to me. He doesn't follow it like. 90 percent of all other trump supporters they don't follow politics whatsoever like i asked him who kellyanne conway was and he was like oh like the lady from uh, the brady bunch <laughs> you know also side note on kellyanne conway like she's a very odd looking individual um it's like you can't tell if she's super old and looks young or if she's young and just looks super old like my theory on her is that she's either like a secret like crab person or an alien She kind of looks like the, uh, like her skin's a little messed up and her eyes like a little out of place. It reminds me of the guy in the, uh, first men in black movie when he's been in the skin too long, you know, see Kellyanne Conway on Fox news, like Kelly, why are they sending troops into uh, Iraq right now? Uh, looking for a cat, you know, name's Orion, but, uh, I don't know what makes my dad more of an asshole. The fact that, uh, he is a Trump supporter for no reason because to be a Trump supporter, you kind of have to be an asshole. You don't have to be a bad person, but to just support some of the things he says, it's like, okay, you're just somewhat of an asshole. Um, and I don't know if that makes him more of an asshole or the fact that he has a bumper sticker on his car. Like who puts bumper stickers on their car anymore? <laughs> Ever since they did away with metal bumpers, it kind of just, you know, it doesn't really work too much. It's like guys with long ponytails now. It's like, I mean, yeah, you you can, rock that, but like, should you, is it, is it socially acceptable anymore to do that? Um, so like I said, things have been changing in my life recently. Uh, my girlfriend and I broke up. So I've been crashing on my buddy's couch and, uh, it's interesting. Some of the things people care about when you're crashing on their couch. Like I had the the house to myself this weekend and my buddy was like, did you jerk off on the couch? And I was like, dude, I didn't jerk off on your couch. Like I went into your bed like a normal person and did it there, and uh, you know he kind of he kind of bugged me about it for a bit. I was like, dude, I didn't jerk off on your couch, okay? Uh, and uh, oh, forgot the punchline to this. Hold on. Uh, I was like, yeah, like what kind of guy do you think I am? Like who who jerks off, off on someone else's couch? I'll tell you exactly the kind of guy I am. Someone needs to fall asleep. Of course I jerked off on this fucking couch. I'm sleeping on a fucking couch from Craigslist. It's not like it's a $2,000 memory foam mattress, you know. The thing is a sectional couch that like that moves when you sleep on it on a hardwood floor. So I'm like, in my in my sleep, like playing Tetris with this fucking L-shaped couch inchworming to keep the thing together. And uh, that's it for tonight. Thanks, guys.
2: that's Ryan Hitzler bringing you the hits.
3: Okay. Um, I have a quick thing. The, um, the little line, like, I don't even know if you meant it, but uh, dad is the one who gave me that name. Yeah. It was like the listen back to it. Cause that's just a fun, fun thing to say. It was, it was funny. Um, I think uh, the computer programming stuff, um, I think it was a, a fun premise, but you'll, you you got to find some punches in there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a, uh, uh, like yeah, I think I think it was it sounded more like a Ted talk than uh than like a a a, a bit. Um but uh yeah and the the couch thing that's that's funny, man. like it's uh like obviously that's that's what's gonna happen yeah. if, if you're crashing somewhere <laughs> for more than one day. I don't know what other people's schedules are like, but yeah Yeah. Heard, heard yeah that. that I like, was saying to
0: say like I'm a a guy who has to fall asleep, you just be like I'm a guy. Yeah. Like I'm
3: gonna
11: yeah it's just gonna happen
12: um
8: maybe, and I don't know you're welcome to take this or not. I think this is how that works. you don't have to follow all the um but uh maybe like that's it, and then like let it sit there and then like your, rea- your reaction when it he said that's it um when he when you were saying uh how much you make, and oh, yeah. he said that's it. Um, I don't know, whatever you think.
11: Okay. Thank you.
8: Put your hands together, everybody.
2: Ryan it's yes. Bringing you the hits. yeah. All right, keep those hands a clapping and those notepads a scratching for your next comedian, Nick Hole.
13: Take a train today, head New England way. I will put you in the happiest
1: mood. You.
9: Thank you very much. It's my first time up here. Woo! Be gentle. Um, so, I think a lot of people have a rather unhealthy attitude towards sex. I think a lot of people almost worship sex, and this is something I really experienced firsthand this past year. I was living in Spain, and we went to the north of Spain, me and my roommates for the weekend to their village. And that first night, I ended up hooking up with a very pretty Spanish girl. And I don't say that to look sick, it's just kind of the way it happened. You know, I've hooked up with plenty of people who I think qualify more as orcs than they do human. Traditionally, my sexual selection process has been about as strict as a military recruiters. You know, oh, you dropped out of high school and you're missing some teeth? Welcome. Come on in. Um, even uh, Even my sexuality is kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation ever since I made out with that girl in Thailand. I, uh, especially liked stroking her Adam's apple. Um, and, um, let's see. Ah, uh, yeah. So, leading up to this night, I don't know if anyone here uses Reddit. There's something on Reddit called NoFap. The idea being, idea being that you don't jerk off for a month. It's supposed to be good for you sexually, you know, stop watching porn, kind of resex your, resets your body's clock. So, I decided to do this, see what would happen. About two weeks in, I could move objects with my mind. It's pretty sweet. Um, But mostly, I just ended up being a horny mess. So, it was around the third week of this that I ended up meeting this girl. I was just a walking ball of jizz. Um, And uh, also, on this particular night, I was very sober. Which is odd for me for a one-night stand. I'm usually incredibly drunk. Uh, For me, having sex is a lot like working in a puerto rican hospital in that it's something i usually do during a blackout ah. thanks thank you very <laughs> much um but so yeah on this night i was sober and i think you can see where this is going we go to my buddy's room go to have sex it's over before it began mm-hmm. i lasted i was like usain Boltz at the sexual olympics just Done. And then my buddy kicked us out of his room, and that was it. She went home, and it was done. But so the next day, we were in this village in Spain, and apparently girls there are known for being very prude. So my buddies thought it was the coolest thing that I would hooked up with a girl. Every bar we go to, That's the story they tell. They're like, Yeah, this guy hooked up with a chick, and people are buying me drinks, they're cheering me. I felt like I just had a threesome with, like, Blake Lively and Margot Robbie. When really, I just sorta, you know, came in like half a second. It was the weirdest thing. I didn't correct anyone, obviously. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sick. Meanwhile, this poor girl is with her friends. And I don't know how to say in Spanish, I've seen flashes of lightning last longer. But I imagine that's what her conversation was going like. Meanwhile, I'm getting treated like a god. And I don't know. I don't know if there's a Greek god of premature ejaculation. But, like, just quickethese or something. But that would be the only accurate god for me. Um, has the horn thing not happened yet? So what am, well, what am I... R- what am I rocking? How much, how much time? You were actually
2: at just almost three minutes. You were at like two minutes and 40-something. But when any, anybody ever asks for time, we always give them a minute. That's like a comedy trick. But you have a minute left. Keep going. You're doing great.
9: All right. Um, but yeah, I think sex for me has always been awkward kind of since the beginning, since the initial discovery when, you're, when I was 11 years old. And, you know, you start getting boners. You don't know what to do with them. You just sort of touch it to stuff Flick it, whatever, whatever works um, But I never actually finished until one day I was sitting on the toilet and I had wrapped my dick in toilet paper because it felt warm and I did this sort of weird double fingertip grip kind of like I was playing the recorder and then uh, just went up and down a few times and achieved liftoff. It was awesome. But it was the first time I'd ever I'd ever done it. And I thought that toilet paper was an essential part of the process. So every day I'm going in the bathroom making these little dick mummies. My poor mom is buying like Costco-sized packs of toilet paper every week. She's like, I just don't get where it goes. I'm like, I shit a lot, mom. Little does she know I'm making these paper mache jizz volcanoes like twice a day. That's all I got.
0: First time ever doing say up or just here? I, I
9: did it once at the Brainwash Cafe like uh, a month ago. Cool. And yeah. then the other time was like three years ago. It takes me. I'm hoping it'll take progressively <laughs> shorter that chunks. That's Thanks. You're
2: actually you're a good writer, but you do this thing where you say something really funny and unique, and then you say something really like normal. For example, when you said missing teeth, welcome. Super funny. But then you did like the Adam's apple joke, which was like too obvious, right? And then you did it again with a moving objects with my mind. I'm so horny that before you said horny, but you were like, I'm moving objects with my mind. That was very funny. But then you were like, I'm a big ball of jizz, which was too easy. Do you know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like you have these really great moments in there where I'm like, ooh, look, he's writing and that's great. And then there are other moments where like, I just think that the jizz ball is too easy. I feel like you can... When you say really funny things like the objects with your mind, you just have to, yeah, just watch for like, because you want to be unique. You don't want to say jokes that other people have had. So like Adam's apple joke, you know, just try to stay away from easy stuff. But it really, you have a lot of gems in there and you have a really like good personality that we wanted to pay attention
12: to, I think. Yeah, we did want
0: to pay attention to your personality. Um, I would... Yeah, I I didn't like the Adam's apple thing because I feel like it could be transphobic. I think you just want to be careful mm-hmm. about that, um, especially in San Francisco. Um, and I kind of like the walking ball of jizz, but I, you did something with your eye where you kind of like, it seemed like you were like having a seizure or something. So if you could like do characters, I, I just love the idea of this like walking ball of jizz that's kind of like seizing and your eyes like rolling back mm-hmm. in your head. Um, why toilet paper? That's, that was
9: done. really funny. That's what I'm talking yeah. about, the There's unique stuff that's
2: funny. You
0: about it, about it being hot did
9: I No, I warm? just said it felt warm. It did. Yeah, I feel like that you could just, be,
0: like, an extended, very funny story. Okay. Um, yeah, but I like that.
8: Um, yeah, I like the toilet paper and, um but because it felt warm like i i think that's funny i'm basically saying what everyone else is saying but i actually liked the ball of jizz that made me laugh a lot maybe just because i'm inexperienced but um yeah and and you're doing you're really i'm i'm this is not condescending, but you're really great for uh you know going up and
9: yeah thank you yeah you're welcome yeah thanks so much
8: other comments oh
0: jerking off for 30 days. What did you call that?
9: Uh, They call it no fap. So fapping is what the internet calls jerking off these days. Oh,
0: okay, because I've heard that as like no wanks, and it's apparently something that this conservative movement, this like conservative faction does. It's like part part of their thing. It's like not jerking off for 30. Yeah, I've heard it as no wanks.
9: Mine was just more like people watched too much porn, basically, on the internet, so they tried to do that i gave it a whirl yeah thank you
5: um sorry i came in hellily uh to the mic i really liked the mummy reference about the your dick Mm -hmm. wasn't a mummy um and i think that oh maybe you could take it or not but i think maybe you could say it again because then you switch to volcano which i think is also funny but I think there was like this nice moment of it being a mummy, and then it was like a volcano. I okay. Um, but yeah, I really liked the your dick isn't a mummy.
9: <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it.
2: Clap your hands together, everybody, for Nick Holt. There's a
9: Sweet all
2: right, your next comedian. She's all over the place. She's really she's grinding hard, and it shows. Uh, In her great jokes and and her wonderful stage presence. You guys are gonna enjoy her so much. Put your hands together for Angel Weaver!
5: Thanks, Pam. I know, I've been seeing you everywhere. Also, I loved your set at the show with Tony Sparks. Thank you for saying that, yeah. I loved it. Um, Who's ready for some new jokes? Oh! Uh, Pussies are weird. Pussies are weird. Um, And a lot of people don't understand them, especially not men. And I know men don't understand them because they get too impressed by pussies doing normal pussy shit, you know? Uh, Like when I turn on a faucet, I'm not like, oh shit, water's coming out, right? Like, that's expected. That's a faucet being a faucet. Uh, But men, when men see pussies, uh, they start doing that like DJ set right on the clit, like a -a flicka flicka. And then you start to get wet. And they're so impressed they think they're doing something so great they're like oh my god she's getting wet she's talking to me and I'm like dude (laughs) Uh, she was wet like 80% of the day okay Uh, really that's just discharge Um, (laughs) but if it's all the same to you uh, I'm ready to go Uh, let's see here. Richard Pryor, there's like random stories coming out about Richard Pryor, which is interesting. Uh, one being that he may have been bisexual. The other being that he used to put cocaine on his dick before he would have sex with women somewhere. like from me uh, on his dick before we'd have sex with women I was like give it up for Richard Pryor ladies and gentlemen uh, adding new meaning to the term crack pipe okay <laughs> uh, I take a lot of Ubers and that's kind of frustrating but I take a lot of Ubers and I was an uber pool and what I really like about uber pools is when I get in first or no when I get in last but I get dropped off first I imagine that's what white privilege feels like. (laughs) I think that's kind of cool. Um, Being black when you're growing up, there's things that you don't experience. One being white privilege. Uh, The next being, uh, I didn't find out what checking out of a hotel was until I was 25. Uh, I was at a company retreat and I saw all these people waiting in line. Uh, Because if you don't know, black people don't check out. We just leave. I don't know why people are waiting in line to do something uh, that you don't have to do. It's weird. Another thing that we don't do is we don't compost. Uh, I didn't find out what composting was until I was a working woman. Uh, for me, it's really just a guessing game. I'm just trying to fit in in San Francisco. Uh, the, another thing that we don't do is uh, we don't celebrate Father's Day. So. You can laugh at that. It's not racist, because I said it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Something that I think is interesting about marriage counselors, I wish Max was here. Marriage counselors, to be a marriage counselor, you just have to be good at the one. Isn't that weird? Like, you just need to have done one marriage right to tell other people what to do. (laughs) Like there's, there's no other profession where that makes sense, right? Uh, like you can't just be like, hey dude, I wanna go skydiving. Oh, you do? Well, I went once, let me, let me take you up here. Uh, no, uh, actually when I look for my marriage counselor, I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm going to look for someone who has experience, someone who's been through at least five or six marriages, um, so I can look at you and know what not to do, uh, because that's what I want to know. And the last one I'll do, these are not jokes. These are actually just things that I saw happen last week. I was walking down the street, and I saw a woman giving a blowjob to a man in a Prius for the first time in San Francisco. There's no joke there. Pretty fucking, uh, yeah. And uh, the other thing that I saw, I was at a restaurant, and I was waiting for a guy to get out of the restroom. And so I was sitting down, and he was taking so long, and I'm very passive aggressive that I actually started to stand up, because I was like, I want him to see me when he comes out the restroom, so he knows how long I've, I've been waiting. So when he gets, he opens the door, he comes out of the restroom, he has a guitar and a blow-up sex doll in his hand. <laughs> and he says, Thank you for your patience. And walks out. no joke that actually happened. Thanks, guys. Angel Weaver. Weird
2: shit happening to her this week. Wow. Blow up doll At, for, in a public restroom. That's just hilarious on its own. Like, really? And it was blown up. It wasn't like deflated or anything. It was, that's. And a guitar. Fucking weird. Where's he hiding the heroin? Uh, cool stuff Good. Uh, I I enjoy your stuff go go ahead yeah, Elizabeth's on great. there
0: that was really great you have a really good stage presence a couple notes okay so yeah. you said something about like being wet and you were like I'm ready to go I didn't quite get that like cause you have discharge all day you're ready to go all day or what it was something that I was missing <laughs> I, so
5: I I guess I always assume that men are only fingering you need to get you wet so that they can have sex with you uh-huh, okay. it's just the pre-course so, so you were like you, don't, you can see that
0: yeah, you're, like, already wet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ugh. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember the Richard Pryor thing was in Broad City, in the season ah. of Broad City. So maybe that's why people are talking about it. The Uber pool joke, very good about white privilege. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's exactly what it's like. Um, <laughs> the marriage counselor joke, something was missing for me. Is it, like, if the marriage counselor themselves has only been married once or has, like, successfully... Like, had a happy couple leave their, their office once. If it, they've been
5: married, when I have more time, it's like I'm in a relationship, and so people mm-hmm. trust me with advice. I guess I could have said that, because I've done one right. So uh-huh. I imagine marriage counselors, they've been married once, so now they're qualified. Oh yeah, but I don't think that translates because they do go to school and do all stuff. So yeah, I yeah. thought you meant like
0: they had one client once oh. that they and then and the one thing was like I was like one half of the couple, like but, yeah, it. there was just something about the languaging that was okay. That's helpful. Um, and the Prius thing is funny, and I think you could go further. I think the cl- the sex doll and the guitar is funny in and of itself; it doesn't need anything else. But the Prius sex thing, like there could be something around like did she like spit or swallow? Like what would be better for the environment or something? Uh. Like, I, don't <laughs>
5: least, I don't know. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Oh, well, there
2: comes everybody. Angela Weaver. Yay! I praise the Lord and pass the ammunition.
7: Yay! The did,
2: did you hear this? This, this song is saying praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Just enjoy it. for
10: a second.
2: that's what I wanted praise the lord and pass the ammunition I just want you guys to hear that I think it's pop songs from the 40s love them your next comedian we have two left and thank you guys for hanging in there and everyone will get comments tonight and it's gonna be great uh, hey I couldn't tag her on Facebook cause I don't know what her real name is but she goes by Ziva the Brooklyn Diva
14: turn that shit off San Francisco, how you doing? (laughs) Right. I just moved here from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My whole family relocated due to the witness protection program. Yeah. My father had a friend named Big Al. He was a highly skilled butcher, but I don't mean for me. <laughs> not that you millennium schmucks know what me- butcher is <laughs> you sweet potato kale eating fruit cakes <laughs> God's got a funny sense of humor gave me a body like a goddess and a voice like a truck driver <laughs> took the bus over here tonight what the fuck they shouldn't call it the bus. They should call it the bum transporter. Anyone pay for the bus? I don't. I don't pay a friggin' dime. Know what friggin' means in Brooklyn? Fucking. Know what schmuck means? Small dick. And a poor Jewish guy. <laughs> He gets born and he has a circumcision right away. A few years later, he marries a Jewish bitch. She cuts his balls off. That's a schmuck. (laughs) What about uh, those man buns, huh? What the fuck's that all about? Is that like a compartment for small brains or something? (laughs) It's like a, a brontosaurus, right? They got a small head, small brain, but then they have a a brain up their asses, I heard, right? Kinda like Trump. (laughs) He's kinda like a pterodactyl. (laughs) He's got small arms, so he can't jack off, but he could tweet all night. (laughs) Anyway, I'm Jewish. It's another thing God's got a funny sense of humor about. I hate fucking Jewish women. (laughs) I think they should all just go fight terrorism. Why send young, healthy, beautiful men, fuckable men? Right? Jewish women, annoying, whining, complaining. They could do some damage. Put them in the front lines with those terrorists. They'll start whining, complaining, what's that shmata on your head? Why do you wear those pants? In two minutes, those Poor fuckers will cut their own throats. <laughs> yeah, God's got a funny sense of humor. <laughs> All right, I'm done.
13: Yay!
2: Diva the Brooklyn... Ziva the Brooklyn Diva! You stay up there. You can stay up there, and then we talk to you about stuff by the microphone. Uh, love your voice. Love what you're doing. You're totally unique. Nobody is like you here. I've never... I mean... I don't know, maybe, maybe where you come from, everyone sounds like you, but <laughs> yeah, here I'm like, oh, what a breath of fresh air. So, yay. And the schmuck stuff is funny. Is there comments? Any comments? Elizabeth, you're talkative tonight. <laughs>
0: from New York as well, but I've lived out here for a while. I think as I'm also Jewish and like as a Jewish woman at first I was like, oh, like I didn't really like hearing that, but like now I'm really sensitive because I've lived out here for eight years. Uh, But people in San Francisco, I think in the Bay Area, people are more sensitive in general and like harder on comics about those kind of things. But I did, what I did like was when you got to the part about Jewish women, like being on the front lines and like being kind of annoying. And I think you could do that you could kind of go further with that, like things that like Jewish moms would say that are like, right. like, oh, you got something on your face or something, you know, like that. I think I like that part. I just didn't like the like I hate Jewish women. I like that, that felt kind of like cheap and not so funny. So yeah, I like that other the bit about them on the front lines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
14: I
5: like it. <laughs> I also really love your voice. Your voice is amazing. Um, what was the, do you remember what your first joke was?
14: Um, big Al, my father, we relocated. Oh,
5: yeah. I think that's really, really funny. I think you could take a beat right there before you say relocated. Um, so that's more of a surprise. But I really love that joke.
2: Clap your hands together, everybody. Z for the Brooklyn Diva. It's just, I just love old-timey shit. Your next comedian, he's the last comedian of the night. Keep your energy up and be excited. He's a hilarious guy, and uh, his wife is so sweet, and they make a mean steak, I'm telling you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ken Suzuki.
7: Oh,
15: well, thank you. Keep it going for your last comic, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. This so is the first time I feel like I followed a female Dice Clay. Yeah. This is beautiful. Oh, man. Everyone, be perfectly silent if you love Donald Trump. <laughs> Apparently, we got a lot of them in this audience. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. San Francisco's a changing, folks. It's a changing. Anyway, you guys ever try to sit down and write your suicide note and end up founding a tech startup? Yeah. You know, you sit down you're like, shit, man, if I can plan my own suicide, I can write a business plan. We go out there, find some venture capital, make something of my life. Oh, you angel investors, you. Look at all of you potential, oh, so much vibrant life and energy in all of you. I had punchlines, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs punchlines rather the stand-up comedy or just pontificate? Ah. Here's an idea an idea for a product I want to launch, all right? It's, uh, it's an idea for a new li- line of anal beads made from recycled golf balls. Plan on marketing it with a pun, all in one hole. <laughs> it's a golf pun, guys. It's a golf pun.
7: Get it? Get it.
15: Uh, I just thought that would be a good sound effect to add to that. <laughs> Is it working this shit? We got all the material. Why not? Why not? Throw it out there, right? (laughs) Just throwing it against the wall. We're here. This is a safe space. We get to say whatever we want. Then go home, listen to our sets. Then really write those suicide notes, (laughs) right? That's what mutiny's like. Listen to your sets, folks. That's the smelling salts, really, of stand-up comedy. Oh, you go, Ooh, they laugh. That must mean I'm funny. Go home. Listen, are you really funny? Yeah. Are you? Funerals, man. Now, that is God's cruelest trick on stand up comics. I'm the star at my show, and I can't even get five minutes my fucking eulogy. Where do I go from here? I could have written jokes. but Virtue signal. That'll show the world in a Prius, that is peak wokeness right there. (laughs) I think that is a sign of San Francisco, San Francisco, I love you. That guy that you saw in the stall coming out, you know, with his sex robot and his guitar. That guy, I'm pretty sure 101, that guy invests in Bitcoin. (laughs) All right, folks, because just, just Bitcoin, sex robots are the Bitcoin of human relationships. <laughs> they think you they're all that, but they're just like a small niche, never going to live up to the hype. Sometimes it's not the jokes, it's the eye gestures. Thank you guys.
2: Ken Suzuki! Uh, I really liked your Prius stuff, your suicide stuff. I enjoy it very much. But my question is can you kill yourself with a Prius? Isn't it such low emissions that it doesn't like you couldn't carbon monoxide yourself with a Prius? I feel like I feel like there's something there, like because so you because you have your Prius stuff and you have your suicide stuff, and it's like the question. I, I don't is, have Prius
15: stuff. I just piggyback. Oh, she you were just oh,
2: oh you were just fucking around tonight. I thought you yeah. were actually like bringing new jokes. I'm like, well, he's I, bringing all these new jokes to this and the stuff, and and you were just
15: riffing. Okay, cool. It was a work. I was working it yeah, out. no, I was it's I doing great. The
2: But if, I mean, if you want, I, I know you have suicide material and I enjoy it very much. And if you end up talking about Priuses again and these I, special snowflakes, I don't think you can kill yourself with a Prius. I think they're like equipped with a special button for these snowflake children so they don't actually kill themselves.
15: That's true. You should take that advice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I like your suicide note opener with the text startup i mm. i liked it better on friday night okay, i feel yeah. like your energy was was better with it but i like the the concept of like planning your suicide. you can start a tech company um i love the phrase. i know you were just riffing on um angel's stuff about the prius but the term peak wokeness like yeah. have i mm-hmm. heard that before or did you just say that for the first time ever right here on Mutiny radio it's a great term i feel like you should find a way Thank you. Say
15: peak Thank wokeness you. in a bed. OK. <laughs> yeah. Great. Thank you, guys.
2: Peak wokeness. Yay! Ken Suzuki. So Mike Evans Jr. just texted me and said he's looking for parking. So I'm hoping that you guys will be looking for an audience then. I know. Well, I mean, that's the thing is he doesn't he's got to like come around the corner like we just I mean, he's got to we can uh, burn time. I don't have any new jokes and all my old jokes suck. So I don't even feel like uh, they don't suck. That's not true. I've got this new feminist thing I'm really happy about. I just freak out about Melania Melania, whatever her fucking name is. Uh, but I don't. Even, I can't text and talk at the same time. So he and should. Sugar. He should come here. He is. Everybody, put yeah. your hands together for Mike Evans Jr.
16: Hello, everybody. Sorry, I'm late. How you doing? Good. Good. I have some jokes in my phone. I'm gonna test out on you guys. All right, so I think that, uh, like, black people, we, we we love our kids, but we don't like our kids. I think that's the very strong thing. If you don't believe me, if you ever watched The Maury Show before? Do you see how proud everybody is when they're, like, they're not the father? It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Like, I feel like if my dad was on that show, he'd be so quick. He'd be like, I knew it, nigga, you look like Dave Chappelle. Fuck you, Mike. You're not really my son. Like, I... I don't know. I think it's kind of fucked up because the whole time this is happening, there's like the little kid in the background, you know, there's like the screen of the kid looking all cute, just like wondering what his future holds. He has no idea. He's always too young to know. And it's just kind of, it's kind of fucked up. I think that's uh, messed up. So I kind of, I kind of want to work in porn, but I don't necessarily want to be a porn star. In every porno, there's always someone getting duped. If you watch like, You know this guy fucked my wife porno something happened i want to be the guy who has no idea my wife is getting fucked that's that's what i want to be i want to be a cameo even if i make it in comedy like i want you guys to laugh every time you see a porno like oh this is fucking mike like (laughs) like i'm never naked i'm never actually having sex i'm just always the the clueless one in the porn there's always one um let me (laughs) see i um This is something that you probably never noticed, but if you ever look at Pornhub, if you ever like um, see like the, anybody know like the logo for Pornhub, right? It's like black and yellow, not, okay. So during certain holidays, they put like certain symbols and logos next to the Pornhub logo. And I always find it interesting. Like for Martin Luther King Day, there's his face next to Pornhub. (laughs) Like right now, I swear to God, right now for the Olympics, there is like somebody skiing because the winter Olympics are happening in North Korea. And I'm just like, how, like whose idea was that? Who was like, you know, we're not being inclusive enough. Like let's, let's be politically correct in this porn game right now and just really, you know, pussy power, you know, pussy, pussy grabs back, right? That's, that's what we should do. Um, I don't know. I feel like porn, like no matter how politically correct the world gets, porn will never be like judged. If you look at porn titles, they're just straight to the point. They're never like <laughs> this self-identifying man has sex with, you know, the girl who changed her name to butterfly. Like that's never, there's never going to be a porn like that. But we still jack off to it. We definitely, definitely still do. Um, I went through a, uh, a breakup recently. It kind of sucks. I'm like, I'm now able to really talk about it on stage. Um, getting advice from my father about it is like the funniest thing because he gives really shitty advice, but it's always great for (laughs) comic relief, which is why I'm a comedian today. So when I first asked him about it, I was like, hey, dad, you know, I don't really know about me and Michelle. Like everything's going smooth, but she just gets so mad at me for like little small things. And my dad was like, yeah, man, sometimes I don't know about your mother. (laughs) Like I I asked for advice not to ruin my fucking life right now. (laughs) Good time for the horn. Um, But basically the advice afterwards was like, you know, just don't, don't get with girls who kind of have, you know, just like, like really easy triggers. Like, especially as a comedian, you can't really date someone like that. And then he said, he said, even if you put your dick in a glory hole, if it feels familiar, just pull it out, just pull it out quick. And I was like, what did that have to do with anything (laughs) at all? And he tried to spin it, too. He was like, oh, I know who you millennials are. You know, he's doing crazy stuff. I was like, no, Dad, what the fuck? Like, you knew exactly what it's called. If you were, like, the hole in the bathroom, I'd be like, oh, okay, he doesn't know. But he named it. He said glory hole. My name is Mike.
2: Mike Evans Jr., what about he said? Yeah. I don't have anything good to say except just not, like, you're great. I don't mean, like, I wasn't... My constructivism is only in tags that... Porn where the husband watches is called so cuckolding. C U C K H O L D. So you might as well be specific. But that's it, because it's funny, and that you're the guy who shows up in cuck. You're just like walking across the street. Yeah,
16: just like there's. It's no, always happens <laughs> to me. <laughs> how are you the guy?
2: But there is my question: is, How much do extras get paid on the porn site? Do you know uh, what right? I mean? Like there's,
16: there's a are, bunch. There's a bunch of people. Just look. You guys watch porn tonight. Just notice the people that like have never been in a scene, but they're. Just <laughs> just there. Uh, <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> what
0: I, think, I thought what you were saying was that you were the husband who like didn't know that she was sleeping with someone else in the porn. Which I was like, that's not c- cuckolding. You like, you want to see it, you get off on it. But I was like, what is this porn where it's like the guy just doesn't know? Like, you're, like, you're like not even in on the
16: sex. Yeah, yeah
17: exactly.
0: Like watching
16: TV <laughs> in the other room. Yeah. Like, yeah. it, it's called sneaky porn. If you type in sneaky in any oh. porn browser, you'll just see a bunch of just like, fucking oblivious guys (laughs) to what's going on literally behind them or in front of them sorry but yeah Yeah, it's
0: and then I like this idea of like Pornhub the the, um, stuff for holidays or whatever like MLK day and um, I was like, "How can you go farther with that? Like on Mother's Day, does it have like a picture of your mom? <laughs> or like it's Columbus Day, and then they were like no we have to be more PC. It's Indigenous people.' Yeah. Changed the the logo. I don't know. I just like that idea. Thanks. Yeah.
5: Suzuki, did you have something to say? Oh no, he's just near the microphone. I have oh, go ahead. Go for it No, you go. So I think I've heard this that once before and the MLK joke is really funny Thanks. to the point that I'm not, I'm glad I didn't, but I almost wrote, you yeah. know, when you hear something you're like, okay, I almost stole your joke, but I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but I think something funny, This is a tagline that I wrote, feel free if you want to, it's like, I had a wet dream. Cause the I oh, that's feet.
16: great. <laughs> that, he had a dream. I had a wet dream. Good. That's Thank great. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. That's I'm definitely really going to use that for sure. <laughs>
8: Um, I actually ha- writ- wrote a very similar joke about Pornhub logos, but yours is funnier, so I'm okay with it. Thank um, you. You. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I forgot my other thing. I think I just came up here to compliment you. You're really Thank funny. You.
15: Appreciate it.
2: <laughs> Yay.
15: Your opening joke, or the line, we love our children, but we don't like our kids. Yeah. Is, yeah, that's a really good line. Thanks. <laughs> it's true. I, it's, yeah. And regarding the inclusivity of Pornhub, oh, when you mentioned how no matter how woke or whatever they try to be, they all the the titles don't necessarily mesh with the imagery. Mm -hmm. Give us a A title that Mm -hmm. could work with there, like instead of it just says "chick with dick," it's turned into Chinese fistic a finger cuff or something Mm -hmm. like that. Like boom, Mm -hmm. cool.
16: Ah, definitely, can definitely list out some names.
2: Hooray for Mike Evans Jr. Yay. Yay! Thank you, everybody, for hanging here for the entire Joke Workshop, and everybody got comments tonight, and everybody had great sets. What a joy. What a wonderment. Tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Hey, with 16 days left until the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, it's going to be March 1st through 5th. Tell your friends. Get your tickets now before these 30 amazing seats sell out. And uh, stay tuned here on Mutiny Radio. The next show is FTW, Forever Two Wheels. Thank you guys again for being here, but good night. Bye!
18: Down and Love. I uh, you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around, me sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny F. M. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly
7: Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminal.sf.com and check out their hilarious t shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now! SF.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer.
6: Good evening, there, my friends, here at mutinyradio.f and Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. dollars every Friday to 10pm. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling reels. So all you gotta do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedyclubhouse or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? (laughs) It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs)
1: Boy, they are just crammed full of cannabis energy. There are more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you circling the base ten times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you properly feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join thegreenarmy.com.
19: come down and enjoy our patio it's open in the afternoon not really in the evening but a lot of good folks hanging out back there come on down give us a shot drop by the bar make some friends Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California.
2: With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018.
14: Oh, yeah, it goes down.
2: Rainbow Grocery, a worker owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about
20: Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is Dope AF.
5: I love their, their variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this uh, unique items that
2: you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane.
12: I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative,
2: an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975.
20: For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com.
13: and my host, Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, seven to nine, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, six to eight. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew.
5: to Me and Me radio at mutinyradio.fm it's a great place to listen to crazy things
16: big dogs you gotta fight niggas you sleep outside and your shit it's cold you gotta like every time something breaks in the house you have to maybe get shot first okay that's my uh-huh. bid on dogs um oh. Oh, I'm also really shitty at my actual jobs. So I'm a food delivery guy to techies, to tech offices. And I work at a spin cycling class in the hate, also training techies. So I'm from San Francisco, but I'm literally feeding and making the techies stronger. Like I feel like an asshole. Like I'm in there and it's, it's, it's awful. Both my bosses want to fire me though. Cause I'm really shitty as an employee. I show up 30 minutes late to work every day but they think i'm funny so it all works out um working at a spin cycling class is a little tough for me too because i watch a lot of gym porn and in gym porn it's the same setting like I work but they fuck each other and that's totally not what happens at the place that i work but i'm waiting i'm, I'm waiting for that to happen The reason I'm a shitty employee is because uh, when you work at a shitty job, your boss cares about the job way more than you care about the job, and I didn't realize that. I thought everybody was like, "Yeah, this is fucking stupid. We're feeding techies. Like, why does anybody even care?" It's not like they're like going starving or anything. Like, I, I don't know. I drop meals and shit for you know for pride. All right, with everything going on in the world, like this thunderstorm outside trying to get a grasp on like people's perceptions i'm like hey how do you feel about like trump and shit with old people i realize they're all super chill about it they're all just like you know history repeats itself but what the fuck do i do with that information what history should i prepare for slavery like i don't that's not it's not helpful for our next generation and i get jealous of kids younger than me because their whole perception they don't have to give a fuck they just know shit's bad that's all they can do is just keep watching cartoons and don't have to fight about it but my age just graduated college the black panthers fucking hella activists in general for like anti-war have all been my age so it's literally our responsibility so that's fucking terrifying this shit right here could happen every day for the rest of our lives because the adults fucked it up all right my name is mike <laughs>
2: Mike Evans Jr., part confessional, part blah, blah, blah. I love it. I think you just need to keep calling back to the opportunistic thing. I think with the little dogs, like, you could easily throw in a. but you get to fuck bitches, you know. They go back to the being opportunistic, being like, I'm going to, you know, my sex life is opportunistic. If I'm a dog sleeping in the bed, oh, you know I'm going to get in between those titties. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to snuggle on down by your, I'm going to get in your pussy, I'm going to get my... You, like, just be silly with it but I feel like that whole you like being a dog you can bring it back to opportunistic sex with you know women <laughs> <laughs> but there was another point where you could call back to it again and I think it was getting we were getting fucked by something and you're like like something about Trump and getting fucked and then you're like well i but I'm opportunistic
10: oh you know, yeah that, the re- fuck the Republican right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I love the bit I love the end bit uh, about how history repeats itself so you can take that and you can extrapolate and say I'm young enough that I'm going to have to be dealing with Mars Nazis now (laughs) but then call back to what Pam was talking about but you know I'm I'm not going to kick her out of the bed right Right. so like I'll I'll fuck Mars Nazi uh, alien bitch
18: Mutiny Radio. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
10: <laughs> hey, everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m.,
20: for all your Space Chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to Timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Tesseract.com, Tim's Tesseract.com.
5: Everybody should listen to Muni Me Me Radio at MuniRadio.fm. It's a great place to
21: listen to crazy things. uh people now are very to the point. Like you can get everything on apps, like dicks uh it's it's crazy like literally you can um, you can go on tinder you can go on anything uh you can have your weed your groceries and two penises delivered to your house at the same time if that's what you want uh it's still sort of a trip to me uh, sometimes i get mixed up and i don't know who's who so i'm flashing my robe to my door dasher which is really embarrassing because half the time they end up being my neighbors Uh, Another thing that I'm really kind of getting used to is dick pictures. Like these new young motherfuckers are very direct and to the point. Like back when I was younger in my early dating days, we had to get on the computer, wait for it to dial up and then do shit like ASL to people. Like go on the internet and like talk to people. We actually had to learn how to chat. We had to ask things like what was their age? What was their sex? What was their location? And uh, feign some sort of like interest before anybody gets gets around to sending pictures and which of course takes 20 minutes to download if you're on a dial-up modem which is crazy and now these kids just text you a picture of their dick like here you go here's my dick uh and i'm not mad at that honestly i'm a 30 listen i'm a 36 year old single mother most of the things that people want to send to me are things like past due notices progress reports fucking who to vote for uh And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of ridiculous. And I, so when somebody wants to send me a picture of their dick and it's not for a medical reason, honestly, I'm just like, yeah, show me that dick. Show me that dick. I'm not afraid of your dick. Give me some dick. Um but something I've realized about dick pictures is that maybe it's just me being older. Maybe I have more of an appreciation for art. I feel like people could afford to be a little bit more thoughtful about the things that they put, you know, putting some effort into their dick pictures. Like, God, I don't want to, I don't want to see a dick picture with your crusty ass fucking hobbit ass feet in the background. Uh, and don't get me started on the motherfuckers that do this wearing some fucking Tevas. Like really? What century is this? Seriously? Uh, Uh, And then there's also the people that show a picture of their dick with things like toys scattered on the ground, like children's toys scattered on the ground, like jump ropes or uh, like extension cords, oil stains. Like, are you pulling out your dick at a daycare or a fucking garage? Like, what the fuck? Uh, One thing that I had recently, which I thought was sort of special, was a guy who actually sent me a picture of his dick against the... it It was obviously taken from an office building in downtown San Francisco, and it had these Salesforce Tower building in the background. Um, if you're not familiar with it, Salesforce the Salesforce Tower is one of the largest buildings. Uh, that's basically disrupting the, I guess, the skyline of the existing San Francisco downtown as it is. I personally thought that was pretty brave to have your dick with the biggest fucking phallic symbol in San Francisco as your background. Like seriously, that thing makes the Coit Tower look like a skinny ass short little fucking chode. Uh, but the bigger issue was the fact that I too can see the Salesforce tower from my office building. So now I've got to figure out which one of my coworkers is secretly showing me their dick. Um something else I discovered um so another thing about myself that I should mention is I'm also a sex educator here in San Francisco. Uh it's I want to say that it is a honorable profession, but really 90% of the time I spend telling people what they can and can't put in their ass. Like Absolutely. Peanut butter jars? Not so much. I've actually seen x-rays of people that have, like, beer bottles in their ass, and I look at it, and I'm just like, oh, Corona? If, if you're gonna put a beer bottle in your fucking ass, at least have some respect and put an IPA or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, Racer, Lagunitas, like, that's how I know you go hoard. you know what I mean, in the paint. Um... Uh, As you've probably, I also, I also talk to people and my students, I talk to them about pornography. I'm responsible for putting together a four panel montage of porn called Fuckapalooza. That shit makes two girls one cup look like a fucking cooking video. It's ridiculous. I love porn. It's so awesome. To be able to say that I watch porn for educational purposes is the biggest cop-out in the world, and I take advantage of it every fucking second I can. Uh, As you've probably figured out, I don't teach sex ed to kids, Uh, not for any moral reasons or anything like that, but more so um, 12-year-olds all have iPads and iPhones at this point, and seriously, if they're not smart enough to open up a... Pornhub or like or bang, bust, and figure out how to do it themselves. Honestly, they deserve to get chlamydia. Uh, One of the other things that I enjoy about being a sex educator is the potential for self-growth and self-discovery. And something that I've discovered in my several years as a sex educator is that I like BDSM. I'm into very rough sex. You guys into that shit? I fucking love rough sex. Like, I want to feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to make love? Get a girlfriend. Mama's trying to fuck. Mama's trying to fuck. (laughs) I got some shit to do afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just, um, if you haven't figured out by my, um, athletic physique, I'm not a huge fan of having to engage in physical activity without incentives. So, uh, I want to feel that shit. Like when I have sex with somebody, I, I want to feel like I went through some shit to get there. Like, I want to, f- like, I like the slapping. I like the hitting. I like the pinching. I like the grabbing and the hair pulling and the, uh, I want to feel like Sharkisha's opponent. I I want to feel like I did CrossFit, like I hiked Mount Kilimanjaro, like I did SoulCycle, like I'm from Hayward, so I want to feel like I ran from the cops and lost. I want to feel like I did American fucking Ninja Warrior. Like, if I can't call my mom afterwards and ask her for some illegal Filipino painkillers, to me, as, I'm far, as far as I'm concerned, it's not real. But I do have limitations. I mean, let's, let's be honest. If you choke me in bed and the sex lasts for less than five minutes, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> You did not come, you did not need to come up in my room in my house and assault me for no reason. Just ridiculous. So, uh, one of the other things that I've discovered, uh, to circle it back to, uh, how I've been finding people to fuck, um, is Tinder. Like, that, that thing is such a trip. Like, I realize I have a type. I really do have a type. I like, I like... Big, like, I like bigger guys, you know what I'm saying? I like, like, dad bods. Like, I like dad bods, I like fucking jeans, flannels beards like fucking the over exaggerated douchebag mutton chop fucking facial things like half of my tinder matches look like a cross between seth rogan and ron swanson like if we were watching if 20 if 21 jump street were real i would probably push aside Ch- channing tatum to get to jonah hill like i will sit on his fucking face he doesn't have to say shit i think i'm comedian enough for both of us that's a bold ass statement that's a bold ass statement i said that shit on the air yes i did um But yeah, I like, I like big guys and I like lumberjack looking motherfuckers. So I was particularly excited. Like I really like beards. Like I was really excited for one guy because one, like I said, he looked, he looked like a lumberjack. Like he fit in with my lumberjack steez, like the brawny paper towel guy. Like he looked like he would just come, like come over and chop down a tree and fuck me on the stump with a, with a PBR bottle in one hand and a turkey leg in the other and then at the end, he'll he'll pull a confederate flag out of his beard and throw it at me and tell me to clean myself up. It's my fantasy. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. So tell me why the motherfucker that showed up at my house, he didn't look like no lumberjack. He looked like Professor Snape from Harry Potter in his 25th trimester of pregnancy. And at that point, I had like really big moral dilemmas because, you know, on one hand, I... I like big guys, but I, I also I also don't want to fat shame, but that's sort of what this is. Like, he's he was huge. Like, there's a difference between dad bods, there's a difference between dad bods and bitch tits. Like, there's a significant difference between saying that you fucked Kevin James from Queen of, from King of Queens and fucking Big Pun. Like, there's just a huge fucking difference. Like, I like burritos, I just don't want to eat 20 of them at once, you know what I mean? So, but he was already in my house and mama needed to get some, so I was like, let's, let's get to it. And I tried to get on top Of him, which is more entertaining than actually sexual, it was like trying to mount a bucket, like it was trying to mount a bull. If the bull was Suge Knight, like I couldn't get on top, I couldn't do anything, couldn't get anywhere. So, after a few minutes of that struggle, I said, You know what? Let's start slow, let's try something different, let's do oral. This fool looks me right in my eyes and says, I don't eat pussy. Brother was close to 300 pounds. Like, if you don't eat pussy, that's the only thing you don't eat. And then he said he had to be on top because he had back problems. You know, when a girl is on top of you and she's grinding away and you got titties in your face, in my fantasy, they usually smell like a uh, Victoria's Secret love spell or Bath and Body Works vanilla brown sugar, like yeah I, I, I go to a lot of strip clubs like it's, it's my fantasy I love titties but it's different when the titties belong to a guy and you're hella insecure because now they're sort of bigger and rounder than yours and you also don't want to open your mouth because you don't know if what you're gonna get is their nipple or sweat or fucking lactation it was terrible. But again, like I said, I'm a sex educator. I wanted to be I wanted to say something useful. I wanted I wanted the guy to leave my house having learned something new about himself. So, right before I kicked him out, I said, "You know what? This isn't going to pan out, but from one triple D cup to another, I think we found the source of your back problems." I've been Ivy, guys. Thank you. Ow,
22: y'all give it up for Ivy. Oh my god, that was fucking amazing. Great job, Ivy. So that's Ivy Cordova and me and her have been becoming comedy friends for at least like six months to a year now and we go to weird places and do weird things and that was fucking amazing I think I need to dap on that because I think you murdered the fucking mic everybody who's in their car right now or going anywhere they're like wow that was fucking great so and if you uh, will get your information at the end just in case you guys want to book her because i know you guys would want to hear that so i think we kind of need to talk about some sex now that like you're a sex educator as well as we just had like a whole bunch of kinky situations and i do want to say as a bisexual um titties do not smell like what you're thinking of. Right. They are almost like a ball sack. Oh no. Like almost like a ball sack, but they got way more wind, so they're way more aired out. Okay. But they end up I I have I have been with some women that you're like bitch go take a shower right,
21: like
22: they have to wipe the under, boots the under tits yeah. is like you hit like a mark like vagina like once it's like a, uh, a, a 24 uh, hour you uh, might be a 12 hour bitch you might be a 24 hour bitch you might be oh I'm fresh to, like a <laughs> daisy and I could do 48 hours if that's the case you're super lucky but, you know. but titties smell really weird right no
21: like I sometimes like sometimes when I'm about
22: to get down with somebody for the oh wait 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 hold on wait 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 Okay, say it again.
17: Testing, testing,
22: Okay, yeah. Titties.
21: Go ahead. Titties. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. When I'm you're good? about to get down with somebody, okay. go ahead. <laughs> When I'm about to get down with somebody, like sometimes I do a smell check. You know what I mean? Like I, you never know what they're going to put in their mouth first, right? Like right? people aren't always super predictable. So like I always, I always, this is maybe, this is maybe OCD of me. I always have like wipes in my bag. I always have like something that smells good, whether that's like a spray or something for my hair, like something that I can like some oil that I can use because you never know. Like I don't want somebody's one time memory of me to be like the underside sa- the underside of somebody's like fucking ball sack except on their chest. Is
17: my mic on. Is y'all hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah you hear me. Is on. See I, I really appreciate that, Ivy, because uh as a man, it's nothing worse than getting under titty <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Getting under titty from a over chick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's nothing worse than that. You know what I'm saying? And over meaning she's over funky. You know what I mean? It's nothing worse than that. So the fact that you carry wipes around and you're conscious of keeping the underness good, your overness is going to be abundant. It's put that out there. Abundant is an amazing word, right? Yes.
22: Yes. No titties get stinky.
17: I learned that one at the library. Yes.
22: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, it's like you guys are lucky to have that, that penis to sticks out but at the same time you're not. Just like the vagina Mm -hmm. the balls also just sit there in hot muffiness and Mm -hmm. in between the legs for a long period of time and if you can imagine like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, is I mean, the only thing different is, is that we do not like sit on our balls occasionally. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's really the only difference. Other than that, every once in a while, all of us have that. Oh, what is that? Right? What the fuck? Right? Exactly. Yeah. It's kind
17: of like the whole tea bag. Yeah, we got the tea bag and we like the tea bag. But you know, when you first get the tea bag out, the thing, it's all fun and it's all fresh, and you dip it into the hot water and it's good. But then once you're done <laughs> dip doing so much dipping, it's like a sad sack. <laughs> Man, it's some sad shit. it sits like cold and wrinkled on
21: your fucking countertop exactly Sometimes it explodes <laughs> hell
17: yeah <laughs> it's all some sad kablooey just mm. laying out there they're
21: not always the same size either that almost
22: makes sense <laughs> that almost makes sense so now okay both of you guys are single you're a married single how the fuck are you really a married single like are you married like you have a wife
17: no i'm married i have a wife i have another wife and i have another wife
22: oh okay like that and <laughs> yeah. do, they, do they all know about each other
17: I have four wives and they all know about each other damn
22: like that (laughs) absolutely
17: are they in other countries no they're all in this country that's tight do they all
22: like get together like on like a polyamorous thing like
17: you should have seen Thanksgiving
22: did everybody get together?
17: Yeah, we all got together. Should, it was
22: beautiful. Are you being fucking for real with me right now? No. Like, don't lie to me. I'm gullible. I'm hella gullible. <laughs> because you're looking me straight in the eyes, and you're like, keeping oh, a straight-ass face. Like, how is like, that possible? <laughs> so you have,
21: like, three wives, like, legitimately. Like, no, four. Four wives. Four wives. Four. I'm thinking about, like, bigamy laws and shit like that. Like, how are you? I mean, See, that's a the problem. I'm, I'm sure you're
22: not married to all of them, but they're all, like, part no, of your I'm team. No, I'm
17: married to all of them, all four of them
21: legally in this country married to all of them yes
17: see the problem is people overthink things sometimes life is really simple You just have to really enjoy it. It's too short. You just have to enjoy it. And so when you have people that are on the same wavelength as you, You that's tricky right
22: there. That's tricky right there. I'm just going to jump in. That's tricky. I'm going to let you finish, but that's tricky. That's a real nigga saying that, oh, life is simple. You just got to keep it simple. Here's my other bitch. Here's my other bitch. Here's my other bitch. Keep it simple, bitch. Keep it simple. You get Tuesday. (laughs) She get Thursday. I'm going to go out and do comedy on Friday. That bitch gets Saturday. I'm doing comedy on Sunday. Like, okay, but go ahead. What you mean is simple? How the fuck is that simple?
17: No, I I am married though. I have a beautiful wife. One wife. I told you I have four. Four wives. (laughs) Four (laughs) wives. Nigga, now you got me. Now you bullshit. Look, I have a beautiful wife. Okay. And three ugly ones.
22: This motherfucker. (laughs) This motherfucker. Is this your one wife and then she has like four different personalities?
17: No, four different bodies. My beautiful wife is the queen of everything.
21: And you're legally married to her and the other ones are just bitches.
17: See see y'all
21: overthinking
17: it. Once again, I told y'all what it is, but you overthinking it. So
22: you pay everybody's bills? You be working so overtime?
17: No, no. We work together. It's a team. Is right?
22: it all in the same household?
17: It's a team effort.
22: All in the same household? It's a team effort. So, so sh- whose
21: name is the bills under?
22: Everybody. See y'all overthinking <laughs> that's- it. That's the kid's job right there. Y'all making it all too complicated. You got to put Ray Kwan on there because that nigga ain't got no credit yet. Put him on that DirecTV
17: bill. Exactly. See, the way my credit is set up, I can't really, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I can't really go into all of that. See, when you have a sub 300 score.
22: Damn. It's
17: it's hard to have a whore. You know what I mean? (laughs) So so I have wives. Okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it. Mm-hmm.
21: Yeah like I'm not going to lie like I'm not going to act like I would never like I'm not going to sit here and say that I would never do sexual favors with somebody from like Equifax or Tr- <laughs> out here like <laughs> talking about harvey weinstein did this and that you know i get it on one hand but it's just like what about for shit that matters like a credit score yeah uh, seriously I, mean, right? I, will, I will suck everyone's dick at sally may just get rid of my fucking student you, loans you, blood like you know what i'm saying you on that just, no, I, I, I won't suck no dick you. but i'm just saying <laughs> though you know what i'm saying that's legit but you know
17: but but, but that's real shit though it's like people get so hung up overthinking shit you know what i mean and people don't realize i mean I lost my virginity to Betty White. And all these people complaining about who molested them and all this shit. Do you hear my name out there talking about Betty White? You know what I'm saying? She used to take me to Applebee's and everything. You know what I'm saying? I had my first Applebee's meal with Betty White. Do you hear me out there complaining, putting her name out there like that? Hell no. And then when when I grew up, when I grew up, when I grew up and realized what Betty White did for me, I called her up and I said, you know what? Thank you for being a friend.
6: You stupid <laughs> That's a good one You <laughs>
22: stupid
17: <laughs> Man, That shit was hella corny But I had to do Thank it though Thank you
22: for being a friend, a friend. Bum, 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 bum. Travel
17: bum, down the, the road the And back
22: again
17: Boom 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 boom
22: Your heart is true. You're a, a pal And, pal and a confidant Thank you for being a friend That's it.
17: Dum, dum, invited everyone I I don't know all the lyrics.
22: You wouldn't see the biggest gift would be from me, and the card attached would say, "Thank you for being
17: a friend." Oh my God, we're not even playing. I can't even watch Golden here. Girls the same like everybody else. <laughs> Betty White changed Obviously, this nigga lying.
22: <laughs> oh, my God. You hey. funny. You happy, though. You was like, "But buddy, White did for hey. me? I was like, oh,
17: "That's That's, so that's why, you know what I'm saying? She that's was hot
22: back in her day, too, right? Betty she's White. still She's still bankable. Everybody would still do her. Who, you know see, who I would do is but
17: Joe Biden. See, you, Joe I won't Biden. bang her in the same fuck. sense that everybody thinks, though. I bang her, like, from the side because that's where all of me at now. You know what I'm
21: like saying? Like, in her, like, in her rules? Yeah,
17: her under Her under rear. You her know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. That's, that's where... You know, got that underfold. Yeah. She got like one on the left side of her rib, the third rib. I'm sure she'd be extra
22: soft.
18: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures.
7: has to offer. Run!
6: Good evening, there, my friends, here at Evan, Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pam Tastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Tastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground.
19: every saturday night we've got live rock and roll some of the best local bands in san francisco and touring acts as well come on down 10 p.m rock and roll only night of the week we have a five dollar cover charge always five bucks for live rock and roll we're open from 4 p.m until 2 a.m monday through thursday friday saturday sunday two to two come on down have some drinks with us we've got whiskey wednesday tequila tuesday and we've always got the steve mcqueen special shot a bullet bourbon and a can of california lager for eight bucks
20: Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com
5: Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm it's a great place to listen
21: to crazy things. Uh people now are very to the point like you can get everything on apps like dicks. Uh, it's it's crazy like literally you can, um, you can go on Tinder, you can go on anything uh, you can have your weed your groceries and two penises delivered to your house at the same time if that's what you want uh, it's still sort of a trip to me uh, sometimes I get mixed up and I don't know who's who <laughs> so I'm flashing my robe to my door dasher which is really embarrassing because half the time they end up being my neighbors uh, another thing that I'm really kind of getting used to is dick pictures like these new young motherfuckers are very direct and to the point like back when I was younger in my early dating days we had to get on the computer wait for it to dial up and then do shit like ASL to people like go on the internet and like talk to people we actually had to learn how to chat we had to ask things like what was their age what was their sex what was their location and uh, feign some sort of like interest before anybody gets around to sending pictures and which of course takes 20 minutes to To download if you're on a dial-up modem, which is crazy. And now these kids just text you a picture of their dick. Like, here you go. Here's my dick. Uh, and I'm not mad at that. Honestly, I'm a 30, listen, I'm a 36 year old single mother. Most of the things that people want to send to me are things like past due notices, progress reports, fucking who to vote for, uh, And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of ridiculous. And I, so when somebody wants to send me a picture of their dick and it's not for a medical reason, honestly, I'm just like, yeah, show me that dick. Show me that dick. I'm not afraid of your dick. Give me some dick. Um, But something I've realized about dick pictures is that maybe it's just me being older. Maybe I have more of an appreciation for art. I feel like people could afford to be a little bit more thoughtful about the things that they put, you know, putting some effort into their dick pictures. Like, God, I don't want to, I don't want to see a dick picture with your crusty ass fucking hobbit ass feet in the background. Uh, And don't get me started on the motherfuckers that do this wearing some fucking Tevas. Like, really? What century is this? Seriously? Uh. Uh, and then there's also the people that show a picture of their dick with things like toys scattered on the ground, like children's toys scattered on the ground, like jump ropes or uh, like extension cords, oil stains. Like, are you pulling out your dick at a daycare or a fucking garage? Like, what the fuck? Uh, one thing that I had recently, which I thought was sort of special, was a guy who actually sent me a picture of his dick against the... It was, it was obviously taken from an office building in downtown San Francisco, and it had these Salesforce Tower building in the background. Um, if you're not familiar with it, Salesforce the Salesforce Tower is one of the largest buildings. Uh, that's basically disrupting the, I guess, the skyline of the existing San Francisco downtown as it is. I personally thought that was pretty brave to have your dick with the biggest fucking phallic symbol in San Francisco as your background. Like seriously, that thing makes the Coit Tower look like a skinny ass, short little fucking chode. Uh, but the bigger issue was the fact that I too can see. The the Salesforce tower from my office building. So now I've got to figure out which one of my coworkers is secretly showing me their dick. Um something else I discovered um so another thing about myself that I should mention is I'm also a sex educator here in San Francisco. Uh it's I want to say that it is a honorable profession, but really 90% of the time I spend telling people what they can and can't put in their ass. Like Absolutely. Peanut butter jars? Not so much. I've actually seen x-rays of people that have like beer bottles in their ass and I look at it and I'm just like, oh, Corona? If if you're going to put a beer bottle in your fucking ass, at least have some respect and put an IPA or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like racer. Lagunitas. Like, that's how I know you go hoard. You know what I mean? In the paint. Um... Uh, As you've probably, I also, I also talk to people and my students, I talk to them about pornography. I'm responsible for putting together a four panel montage of porn called Fuckapalooza. That shit makes two girls one cup look like a fucking cooking video. It's ridiculous. I love porn. It's so awesome. To be able to say that I watch porn for educational purposes is the biggest cop-out in the world, and I take advantage of it every fucking second I can. Uh, As you've probably figured out, I don't teach sex ed to kids. Uh, Not for any moral reasons or anything like that, but more so, um, 12-year-olds all have iPads and iPhones at this point, and seriously, if they're not smart enough to open up a... Pornhub or like or bang, bust, and figure out how to do it themselves, honestly, they deserve to get chlamydia. Uh, one of the other things that I enjoy about being a sex educator is the potential for self-growth and self-discovery, and something that I've discovered in my several years as a sex educator is that I, like BDSM, I'm into very rough sex. You guys into that shit? I fucking love rough sex. Like, ugh, I want to feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to make love? Get a girlfriend. Mama's trying to fuck. Mama's trying to fuck. I got some shit to do afterwards. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's just um if you haven't figured out by my um athletic physique, I'm not a huge fan of having to engage in physical activity without Incentives. So uh, I want to feel that shit. Like when I have sex with somebody, I w- i want to feel like I went through some shit to get there. Like I want to, f- like I like the slapping. I like the hitting. I like the pinching. I like the grabbing and the hair pulling and the, uh, I want to feel like Sharkisha's opponent. I want to feel like I did CrossFit. Like I hiked Mount Kilimanjaro. Like I did Soul Cycle. Like I'm from Hayward, so I want to feel like I ran from the cops and lost. I want to feel like I did a American fucking ninja warrior like if I can't call my mom afterwards and ask her for some illegal Filipino painkillers to me as I'm far as far as I'm concerned is not real but